This cat and then, then, then Sarah, the two of them put on the show, dude. Great. Yeah. That was my first, that was my, that was my cherry pop, right? That was his first time doing comedy. Before, that was before this whole lot of my calibration thing started happening. It's just an idea back in that day. Exactly. So when, when did you do that? Huh? When was the last time you did something like that? That was just a few months ago, yeah. Yeah, uh, it was like, uh, like two months ago. They shut the whole bar down around three months. Oh, they did two months or three months. We're going on three months now. They, they sold it, so I... Yeah, I haven't done it. Oh, I mean, that was Wednesday. Yeah, that place was packed. Every Wednesday. Wednesday. How much did you charge? Yeah. It was free. Have you got that before? I mean, not that. I don't get the food. I mean, that helps. You get the grill going. Do they have any mandatory like to drink minimum or just? No. Well, how much did they make? The club. My friend's house, LA. Oh, these guys, good job. Okay, so primarily that's why I got into comedy. Just the raw power of call and response. Let's do one more. Everybody say hi. 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 Thanks for coming out and staying. Thanks for mostly being for staying. Thank you so much for staying. We have to get something out of the way right out of the bat. If you're looking at me and you're like, who is this guy? He looks very familiar. Uh, my name is Billy McCartney. You probably recognize me from the Academy Award-nominated film Boyhood. I am not in the Academy Award-nominated film Boyhood, but my IMDb page says that I am. And I don't know how to fix it. To be fair, I haven't tried very hard. Lonely Friday nights, I Google myself, and I go, look at him! He was in a movie that was nominated for an Oscar. He's going places. No, I actually just look like if Jon Snow was like, I'm not going to do push-ups anymore. That's my whole vibe. Uh, hey, Brenda. Thank you for coming. I didn't think you were going to be here. Brenda, hey, you're looking great. It's so nice to see you. Holy shit, Brenda. I thought you weren't drinking this year. It's fine. Good for you. Brenda, hi. No, I'll talk to you later. It's great. Okay, now that we're all Brendas, let's chat. I went to a comedy show not too long ago. This show was called Urban Comedy Night. And guys, I feel like we should probably move away from that casual racism. I think we should stop doing that. That'd be like if I got a phone call and they were like, hey, Billy, we've got this show for you. It's going to be great. Come on down. I'm like, you got it. And I get there and the marquee just says, fabulous comedy night. I'm like, I get it. You know? Well-dressed comedy. Will and Grace, new episodes. This one. So that there, that's the casual come out. And what that is, is where you work your orientation as casually as possible into a sentence 
and then you watch straight people react. It's just like an eye flutter as their brain processes new information. It's great. You're at an office party. Brenda's like, have you tried that new restaurant on Riverside? And you're like, yeah, I mean, my boyfriend with her, and she's back. Quick, blink and you miss it. Uh, now I know what you're thinking. You're like, Billy, we saw the shoes. We saw the nails. We already knew you were gay. No, you didn't. You assumed, and you know the old saying, when you assume you're a homophobe. I don't make the rules. That's a really dumb joke. Thank you for the four people who chuckled at that. This is my anchor yeah. podcast. Hey, kids. Nice. Right, you ever right. smoke the reefer? So, you ever break into your daddy's liquor cabinet? Have you ever done both of those things at the same time? And in that state, you realize you are the funniest person who has ever lived. And you have to get all of your jokes out of your brain and onto paper right now before no one will ever like you. So you grab a notepad and you grab a pen and you write down your jokes and then you fall asleep. And then you wake up and at the foot of your bed, there's a notepad. So you grab it and you read it and then maybe later you read that joke to a room full of strangers. This is a joke I wrote. Word for word. Math is for fags. With a period. After that, I wrote, joke? With a question mark. And then it says, too high for this email shit. And you have to pronounce poop that way. Because I wrote it with a whole bunch of O's in a loop-de-loop. So it's pronounced poop. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I wrote that joke like two years ago. Keeps me up at night. Because the one part this is too high for this email shit. I... Did I send the email? Did I not send the email? I'm concerned. Someone has a very unfortunate email that they have not talked about for two years. Oh, uh, what are we talking about next? That's it. That's my own. We're going to talk. I have a microphone. I have the power. I'm never going to leave. That's fine. You guys want to talk about the first time I got really properly royally stunned? Thank you. I think one yes. I was going to do it anyway, but the yes makes me feel good. Okay, so I went up to Seattle with my boyfriend, uh, and I was like, we're going to get high. He was like, great, I know what I'm doing. We bought some stuff. Uh, and long story short, I smoked, or I drank, let's just call it half a bottle of weed soda, um, and I smoked half of a joint. Never, no weed ever in my life. That was really big. Uh, and then I coughed my brains out. I made my way to the couch and I sat down and I looked at the clock and the clock said 9.47. And I said, all right, we're just going to take it. We're just going to live this experience. I checked out the floor. I checked out the fibers in the carpet. I read the spine on every book on the bookshelf. I went through his entire DVD collection. And went, oh, we're going to get rid of the popcorn cereal. So much happened. And then I looked at the clock and it was 9.47. New problem. I've now broken time. I didn't mean to do this, so now I have to go tell my boyfriend and time is broken. I stand up. Now what's happening? Gravity is weird. So I make my way towards the kitchen, but everything is bouncy, everything's low gravity, I'm bouncing across walls. I get to the kitchen, I turn around, I see my boyfriend, and I say, hold on. I forgot my own punchline, we're on that. We're the energy, here we go. I look around the corner, I look at my boyfriend and I said, we're on the International Space Station. And then what I tried to say was, I'm aware that we're not, but that's what it feels like. What I actually said was, I'm aware, 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 I'm aware, I'm aware, I'm aware, 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 I'm aware, aware, I'm aware, 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 I'm aware, I'm aware, I'm aware, I'm aware. He said, eat the sandwich. 
I took the sandwich, I'll never forget the sandwich. I took a bite of it, it was so good. It was almond butter and honey, it's all it was. And I said, I love this sandwich. And he said, thank you. And I said, I want to fuck this sandwich. And he said, excuse me? I said, I want to fuck this sandwich. And I took my tongue and I put it in between the two slices of bread. And I went, and he said, we should see other people. It's fine, he's up there. It's, he's so there. It's, it was for a bit. Uh, hey, how many straight people are here? I know, I saw all the blue jeans and white socks, it's fine. Um, that was, sorry, I'm so sorry. I mean, I said I would stop making straight jokes, because they're so easy. Um, but you guys got like a decent sex ed, right? Decent, maybe not great, but maybe half decent. I grew up in Texas, so my sex ed was, who knows? Yeah, 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 Texas! But my sex ed was garbage. And you know when you're like a middle schooler and there's all those misconceptions about stuff that the kids are spreading around? You know, like the 12-year-old, like, if you swallow, you'll we'll get pregnant, shit like that. Okay, here's mine. Here's my big sex misconception. When I was about 13, this other 13-year-old said to me that if you see a man and his erection curves downwards, pause. We're 13-year-old boys. Why are we talking? Not important. So if his erection curves downwards, that means that he, at some point in his life, has had sex with a man and his dick stuck that way. Forever. And I believed this for years. I thought gay men had downward curving dicks like the Mark of Cain. It freaked me out. Years later, years later, I'm finally getting to my, well, not finally, I wish I hadn't said finally. Years later, pretend I didn't. Years later, I'm going to lose my virginity. And this voice in the back of my head, I know it's not true, but this voice in the back of my head is like, man, so sad. Everyone's gonna know now. Cause your dick's gonna be weird. Thank you. Thank you. We'll do one more and then I'll get out of your way. All right? You guys good? I'll hop around and hike in some more too if you like it. It's just a good time. Okay, so I was at a bar not too long ago in West Hollywood, like a gay. I went to the bathroom. Um, and when I went to close the stall door, I went to lock it, but the lock had been removed. Someone had removed it so you could see into the bathroom. You could see me pee. But then someone else, they had taken toilet paper and they had clogged the hole. So you couldn't see me pee, and I thought that was very homophobic. I'm ending on that. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the 